When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, producer Matt, again, at the start of this episode. I promise I won't be at the start of every episode. Uh, by the time that we had recorded this Animal Kingdom episode, Andrew was about three or four glasses of wine deep. And uh, he said some things about zebras that aren't true, it turns out. So I wanted to address it up front before you guys start sending those emails. There are zebras on the safari. There. I said it. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Hey! Maybe I'm just nostalgic. Or maybe it's truly magical. Oh, when I see that castle, the feeling is truly magical. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm, maybe I'm just nostalgic. Hello, everybody. This is Andrew. And this is Brooke. And this is the Disneydo podcast, where we talk, discuss, and fan out about any and all things Disney. Thank you to everyone who has listened to our top five Disney song podcast and has sent us their thoughts and their favorite songs. We have been combing through all of your emails. We're loving your suggestions. And if you haven't sent us your favorite songs, you still have time to do so. You can email us at DisneyDoPodcast at gmail.com. This week, we are discussing Disney's Animal Kingdom, which celebrated 20 years of being open last month. So, Brooke, we've talked about this before. Yes. We're going to talk about it right here, right now. You have never been to a Disney theme park, correct? Never. Never. I'm sorry if you can hear Coda licking my hand right now. We're like in an animal kingdom, pretty much, <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. Is this what it's like? Except with giraffes. Yeah, kind of like this, but giraffes. He's licking my hand, by the way, over my shoulder, just to give you all a visual. (laughs) (laughs) Just like the giraffes on the safari. So tell me about Animal Kingdom. Man, okay, so Animal Kingdom. Well, first off, what do you know about Animal Kingdom? Um, Well, (laughs) in my extensive time spent in Disney World, uh, I really know nothing. I know that there's animals there. I know Pocahontas is there from like 8 in the morning to 6.30 at night, which is great for whenever I do manage to get there. And that's literally it. Perfect. Yeah. Go so, on a blank slate. All right. So I've been to Disney, Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida, to be specific. Been there three or four times. Never even been As once. a teenager, as a like preteen and teenager. So it has been probably about eight, nine years since I've been to Disney. We're nearing a decade, so I would probably benefit from a trip too. three decades for me. Yeah, girl, you need to get that. So I'll tell you this. Every park at Disney... And, you know, including especially Animal Kingdom, there is something everywhere you look. Mm-hmm. And no matter how many times you go to a Disney theme park, you will never see everything. How impressive is the Tree of Life? Listen, so 
talking about the tree of life, let's talk about some of my favorite things about Animal Kingdom. The tree of life. The tree of life is one of those things. So the tree of life, you know, much like every other park at Disney, there's always some kind of iconic thing at the park, right? Um, it's kind of the thing when you come into the park, you see it just like kind of like Cinderella's castle. Yes. Cinderella's castle, Epcot, the big golf, what ball, golf ball. What do you got? It? MGM used to be the hat. Didn't they get rid of the hat, though? Why did they get rid of the hat? Apparently it was only supposed to be there for a few months and it was just too hard to move. <laughs> so they kept it for a couple of years. Really, it's the it's the Chinese theater is what's supposed to be the iconic okay. thing that you see. The hat just kind of stole the show for a few years. Makes sense. Well, I'll tell you. So. Of all the parks I've been to, while Magic Kingdom's castle is phenomenal, I think the Tree of Life is probably the coolest, like, kind of iconic piece of the Disney park. The Tree of Life, it looks like a real tree. Of course, it's Disney. That's what they're going to do. I thought it was real for the longest time. You would think. But considering the tree is over 14 stories high and 50 feet wide. So <laughs> Young Brook is very impressionable. Wow. Well, Brook may think that these trees exist in central Florida naturally. In my defense, I've never been. I didn't That's know true. it was 14 stories high. Like in pictures, it looks like just one of those giant oh. trees you see in the Serengeti. No, it's whatever. It's, it's huge. It could have been a redwood for all I knew. Oh, man, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> But that tree, so what's really cool about it is, in preparation for the podcast, I spent hours on YouTube, online, researching, like, cool facts and things about Animal Kingdom. One, to kind of refresh my memory, and two, to see, like, what I forgot about or, you know, didn't realize it was a thing. Right. And a couple cool things I stumbled across with the tree, you know, one I knew, when you look at the tree and really start to pay attention to it, there are animals carved all over the tree. All different animals. You mean that's not natural? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> you would think because it's think. Disney, but it's not. <laughs> but there's like over 300 animals on this tree carved. Ooh. And it's so intricate and everywhere you, you know, it's just the thing about Disney, everywhere you look, it's beautiful. But what's also, I thought, another fact I found. So when they build it to get the structure to be able to support all the weight and everything that goes into it, they actually used an oil rig. And flipped it upside down, like what they used to like drill oil. Mm-hmm. They use that, flipped it upside down, and that's like the base of the tree. Oh wow! So this thing is huge. Yeah, there is a ride stories. in the tree. There's a ride in the tree. There's a ride. What is it? Um, a it's Bug's a, Life. It's a 3D show. It's the 3D not, show. It doesn't move, but yeah, it's a 3D show. But you can go in it. It's like a little yeah. theater. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. So I the tree of life is just like a zoo. But you can go inside this big fake ass tree so, and watch a show. That's pretty cool. I didn't. These, Go ahead. Well, that's one of the cool things about Animal Kingdom is, you know, one of the things, Walt Disney, they wanted to make sure that it was not just a zoo. They wanted to bring a theme park into the wildlife and really be able to give you the experience of being all over the world, you know, in nature where animals live and thrive, but you're at a Disney theme park yeah. and it, it's, you know, Simultaneous the other kind of experiences you'd expect. Um, so a lot did really go into building that park. And one of the other really cool things about it, which is one of my other favorite things about the Animal Kingdom Park, is the Mount Everest ride. Expedition Everest. One of my favorite things is Expedition Everest, which is the roller coaster. One of the more recent rides they put into the theme park there. It's one of the most, exp- it's the most expensive roller coaster ever built in the world. When was it built? Now you got me. Got it. Matt, 10, Google 15 it. 15 years ago? Matt's doing research in He's the He's doing research for us. 
We're on glass number two of wine. It's all right. It's all right. We're of legal age. It was listed in 2011. Guinness Book of World Records, most expensive, expensive roller coaster. Uh, soft open was January 26, 2006. Okay. So like 12 years ago. So it was the most expensive or expansive. Expensive. expensive, expensive. I thought you said it was like what? expensive. I didn't like say it, expensive, like an idiot. No, <laughs> no. I thought like maybe like it, like covered a lot of ground. It was very expansive. Not like saying ex- now. I just well, so it is a big roller dump. coaster, and that's the thing is like when Disney does stuff like this and creates these rides, they're not rides. They are experiences of the movies and the things you would expect from Disney, and it's really bringing you into the story. And you know, with Expedition Everest, it's all about kind of the Yeti. Right. The Yeti that lives up on the mountain and, you know, is there to scare you. But the ride itself is super fun and all the details that go into it. You really feel like you are flying in a roller coaster through a mountain and it's really cool. Um, There's a Yeti aspect that pops out. Sorry for the spoiler. Yeah. Now I'm not going to be surprised. You will be surprised because you don't expect. I mean, I'll be 60 by the time I get there. So I might not remember. (laughs) Now, you won't understand the humor of this, Brooke, until you've been on the ride. But Andrew will appreciate that my mother missed the Yeti the first two times that she was on because her eyes were closed and she was screaming so much. (laughs) (laughs) How does she? (laughs) That's like the, the most big, like. In your face thing of the ride, <laughs> and the fact that she missed it. Well, I mean, I that's guess a if your eyes are closed. <laughs> yeah. Then. But I, that's going to happen. Even and I remember that was the longest wait I had at the park was for that ride. How um, long was your wait? Probably like an hour and a half. But here's the thing: Ooh, I don't mind waiting in line at a lot of Disney rides because while you're waiting in line, it's not just a line. You know, there is detail. You're put into the ride already. You're experiencing things. There's things you can learn. All kinds of information about the ride um, and cool facts. There's all little details here and there when you're walking through. And I'm pretty sure with that one, I remember walking through like the different buildings. Um, they're like setups and like all these artifacts from like different expeditions. And it's all very thematic, but it's it's pretty cool. Awesome. Definitely something that you would want to check out going there. Yeah, for sure. Sorry, Rowdy's going to hump his pillow now. This is every night and he just humps his pillow. So just. Don't make eye contact with him. This is the animal kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> Expedition Everest is pretty pretty dope. Another cool thing about the park that is not a ride, but a little thing that I did get to enjoy and experience, which is Divine the Vine. And Divine the Vine is this character, one of many Disney characters, but specific to Animal Kingdom. She is on stilts. She's very tall. And she is, you know, painted all in green. She's wearing, like, vines all over her and she kind of hides in in like the foliage and things like that in the park and you'll be walking down and she'll just kind of like step out be like hey i'm divine the vine she doesn't talk but she just steps out like like that here i am she has a presence she's huge and it's so cool because every time i've got to see her three times twice in one day twice in one day so that was cool um but she scares the shit out of you because it's just huge vine that just like steps out and you freak out a little. But she's very sweet. Then after she like she's like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, she kind of mimes to you like, I'm sorry, but I'm here for you, child, kind of thing. Yeah, and then she gracefully like walks with her giant legs away and hides to scare the next child. How could you? How do you miss that? I don't know. Imagine how much fun she has doing that. I know she's like, I'm gonna scare people all day and look so elegant and graceful. <laughs> they need to have a divine yes. the vine cam like just strapped onto she? her. Yeah. Yeah. 
Where is Divine? Yeah, Divine the Vine. Again, it's just one of those little things that, you know, if you're just walking through the park, not paying attention, you're not necessarily going to notice it. Mm-hmm. But if you really look around and, and see these things, like, those are one of the cool little gems you'll stumble across. What else can we talk about with Animal Kingdom? What else do you want to know? What do you want to know about it? Well, so what's with the animals? Like, what what is that whole section? Yes. I mean, <laughs> I love giraffes and zebras and rhinos. So you mentioned zebras. Do they not have zebras? There are no zebras. There's no zebras? On the safari. Why? So zebras are mean. Zebras are very mean animals. While they're beautiful and fun and kids love them, they're actually very vicious animals. Um, and because they had so many issues with the zebras and how they interact with other animals on the safari, they actually removed them from the safari. Wow, zebras are jerks. I'm pretty sure Today they I were learned. They were only there for just a couple years, I want to say. If that. And then they had to remove them. I can believe it. I mean, I've worked with horses enough and like donkeys to know that they can be, they can be jerks. Yeah. Who would have thought they have like lions? And the zebras are the ones causing the zebras are the ones. The lions are just like, damn, chill. Yeah. We're over here hanging out. We already got fed our meat today. We're good. And so, yeah, so with the safari, you do get to see all kinds of different animals. You know, you go in this big safari truck thing. They're all, like, custom made. They look super cool. Like, you're in an African safari on the savannah, like whatever. Like Jurassic Park, but safari style. Jurassic Park, but amped up to disney level so it's what i always thought animal kingdom was was this really immersive like safari i thought like you could reach out and like feed giraffes if you wanted to and like touch a zebra that you know isn't there anymore yeah stuff like that yeah you're not getting out petting animals and things like that you do get close to them and disney did a really good job of making you feel like you're in another country during the safari right um, with the plants they used, a lot of their kind of visual aids and a lot of things the Imagineers have put into that park. The Imagineers, I forgot they were called. The Disney that. Imagineers. I remember that on the Disney Channel. They traveled. Imagineer that. They sent, I forget how many people they sent around the globe um, when, you know, designing and building out the Animal Kingdom. But there was something about the equivalent of, you know, circling the globe 20 times. Wow. That's how much they kind of spread out and research all these different areas where animals come from to really immerse you into, into their environment. Wow. Um, and you know, there's little things that they do in the safari, like, um, the lines, right? So you see lines as if they're out in the wild and you're on the safari. Obviously we can't just have lions out in the wild. They will kill us and all the other animals around them Mm -hmm. because they're lions. So there's like, uh, you know, this huge kind of trench built around the lion's den. You don't see it on safari because of how they make sure the visuals go. But there's like a huge pit, so they can't really jump out at you. Yeah. Um, And another cool thing is to make sure that they want to be out where you can see them. They actually have temperature controlled rocks that are warmed so that the the lions and stuff want to like sit on them. Wasn't Florida like warm already? It I is. mean, I guess not to lions. It might not be. Lions are like, this is cold. Yeah, but there's there's all these little things kind of behind the scenes to really enhance your experience. Um, you know, similar to that, you'll see all kinds of like fallen trees and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they, again, look like real trees, but they're not. They're Did actually they bring feeders. in like any real trees from Africa or from these habitats where these animals are from? Uh, they did bring in some stuff that was able to grow in central Florida. Anything that 
could not be grown or transplanted or anything like that was recreated. Awesome. That's and it's all cool. pretty seamless. I was going to say, just in like seeing commercials and pictures and videos, like it all looks very, you know, straight out of Africa. Absolutely. You feel so, it. Yeah. But they, they definitely do a lot of things to make sure that you're enjoying the safari, you're getting to experience it, see the most animals, see the most different kind of realms and things like that. So do they have like, is it just African animals? Well, now you're making me think about my knowledge of animals and where they all originate. That I can't answer. I want to I mean, say is it just like safari, like you would animals you'd see. Petting zoo area. <gasps> There's a petting zoo. Yeah. So separate what from the safari, what do I get to pet? But there is a petting zoo. Goats. Yes, goats. Yes, goats. <laughs> it's your standard petting zoo yes. animals. Yes. Pigs. Yes. Yeah, little piggies. Matt is saying yes. There's pigs. There's little pigs. Yes, I want to pet the pigs. Can I feed the pigs? Oh man, can now these they, memories are coming back. From bottles. The pigs. Can I, can I feed the pig a bottle? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, my God. I think you can. <gasps> if you get picked to have one of your dreams come true by a Disney employee, if they come up to you, you'll probably get to do a lot more than just feed them with a bottle. Oh, my God. Can I touch the pig? Yeah. Well, it's a petting zoo. I better be able to touch you the can, pig. Yeah, you can do all of them. You can feed them. You can play what with them. What else do they have? Oh, goats? Man. Pigs? They have goats. There's, like, chickens. Is there sheep? There's probably yeah, sheep. Yeah, it's, like, kind of farm animals. Do they have horses? No. No mini horses? Not that I can recall. Because imagine, be you have little kids, too. like, going in there. Yeah, I mean, if I'm a little kid, I want to touch a mini horse. So there's rides. Are there any other, like, well-known rides in the park? So Expedition Everest is a big one. The safari itself is a ride, technically, right? Well, yeah, I would imagine that's probably their main attraction. Yeah, the Kilimanjaro safari is huge. As far as some other rides, there is... Can I? Or just, like, other kinds of experiences. Do they have, like... Restaurants like a- that serve African food. Do oh, they absolutely. Have, like- they recreated one of the towns, uh, Harambe. Uh, it was actually recreated at the Disney R. Park. I know. <laughs> I had to. Sorry. Here's the thing. I was going to mention that, and I'm yeah. glad you did, because Harambe. I was going to be like, guys, like, Disney loved Harambe so Sorry. much, they recreated his hometown. <laughs> Rest in peace, Harambe. R.I.P. Never forget. But so what's cool about it is they actually hired people from that town to come over and work there. And they interviewed a couple and they were saying how they were super homesick about like leaving their country and their hometown. But when they came there, they were so impressed at how similar it was. And they really felt at home like they were in Harambe in Africa. So pretty cool. I would really. So that to me would stand out like that's what something I would want to do. I'd want to kind of like immerse myself in that culture. I'd want to eat the food and like Mm -hmm. see what kind of, you know, African experiences they had since they're promoting this whole African safari type feel yep see what they did to sort of enhance that elevated ticket to the next level outside of just like you know a petting zoo with pigs oh, and no. goats not at all imagine so like hey eat it's some, disney what do they serve what do they serve at those restaurants matt producer matt so um this isn't tied necessarily to the actual culture of food but uh, i was able to visit pandora which is the newest addition avatar to, which is an avatar world that's and there's, at animal kingdom yeah okay but they have futuristic pandora restaurants which are styled very much in the same way as like a naf-naf like it's the same type of food but they have like this I've never seen this stuff before, but it's little, little like balls, like these little clear balls that when you bite into them, they're filled with like different flavored jellies and jams, but they look clear when you see them and they put that. 
Yeah, it's like bubble tea mixed mm. into your food. It is very cool. Like that was probably the coolest place that we ate because it was food that you would never get anywhere. Like yeah. you, you could only get that type of meal in Animal Kingdom. Um, but I think they have like the Rainforest Cafe is there and stuff like that. Rainforest Cafe I is know, in the Animal Kingdom. <laughs> There's Shut also one in downtown Disney. <laughs> Guys, be original. Next to the T-Rex. Is that a Disney thing? No. Or are they just like... They have Hard Rock and all that there too. Yeah. Hard Rock, I mean, whatever. But freaking Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, no, here's the <laughs> thing. On. There's all kinds of cool, like... Do they have Build-A-Bear as well? <laughs> <laughs> I swear that Rainforest Cafes and Build-A-Bears like go hand in hand. Where yeah, you see one, there is the other. Is <laughs> While that just you're me? waiting for your food, that's going to take way longer than you think. Yeah. Build-A-Bear. Go Build-A-Bear. Yeah, no. I honestly I can't remember food I experienced when I was at Animal Kingdom. And I'm sure it changes all the time too. A big Disney tip is to not actually eat in most of the parks because of how expensive it is and usually to like eat a big meal before you get there and then eat in downtown Disney because um, they really jack up the prices in the yeah. parks. So. I mean, I'm not caring about price right now. I <laughs> want to know about unless, the experience. Um, unless you go during hurricane season and you get the discounted meal plan. Then it, then it is worth going to the parks, especially some of them. Some of them have really cool, like, not to tangent off, but Magic Kingdom's like Lilo and Stitch experience, like the Luau. I was going to say, super I, dope. I feel like oh, Magic Kingdom that's... has way more, like, yeah. theme because yeah. they'll build specific restaurants attached to every single ride, whereas, like, there's not a ton of rides in Animal Kingdom. It's more of, like, shows. Speaking of shows in Animal Kingdom, Pocahontas? No. Oh. That would be great. But no, <laughs> Animal Kingdom has the Lion King show, right? And you so, think, what what do you mean by show? Live action, live action, like Broadway, like Broadway, oh, effing quality at yes. Disney. You just go and enjoy it. And they have Simba and Nala and Mufasa. Yes, and the Sarabi. actors and actresses in that are incredible. Um, the acrobats in it, so cool. Like you do were they so do the immersed. Whole movie? They do like. Or is it just like snippets? It's just like a little show. It's like the movie, but it's. I mean, it's not word for word like yeah. script the movie. That one was probably one of my favorite ones, and surprisingly, it wasn't too crazy of a wait. Um, they have a pretty huge like indoor kind of stage area. It's all centered, kind of like a circus, mm-hmm. where like the stage is in the center because they have all the different like actors. And so it's like an amphitheater type thing. Yeah, like an indoor amphitheater. So you don't have to wait incredibly long, and the show is super worth it. I think we did it last time I was there like three times. Wow. The other show, I haven't experienced it, but I'm told it's incredible. Uh, And I know that none of the three of us are actually the biggest Finding Nemo fans, but they have Finding Nemo the musical, which is the show. uh, The show is completely written by the people who did all of the music for Frozen and Coco. It was actually what got them Frozen and Coco. So I'm told that it is incredible and super underrated. So if you do get to Animal Kingdom, apparently that's something that is super worth your time as well. This is off topic, but in case I do ever get there, the Frozen ride is at Epcot. Okay, because that's going to be important for me to know. (laughs) You know, it's interesting when you said about, you know, them doing the Finding Nemo show in Animal Kingdom, because isn't the Finding Nemo ride in Epcot? Yes. Why do they do those things? (laughs) Because it makes you wonder, like, where where is Finding Nemo tied? I guess it's tied? to get you to all the parks. That's true. Everybody, little love like, for everybody. You can see some Nemo here, but if you want that ride, you got to go to Epcot. Yeah. I mean, I think get that's smart. Get the Hopper smart. Pass. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, Beastly Kingdom, I don't really know much about it, but doesn't it relate to Harry Potter? Indirectly. And, like, the the Fantastic Beasts, not, not exactly Harry Potter. Yeah, so, and Mr. Wonderful Producer Matt Kelly knows a lot more about the history of this than I do. But through my research on Animal Kingdom, that was one thing I stumbled across. Um, and that's actually the land and space that was used for the Pandora ride. That's freaking huge. Um, was actually supposed to be for this kind of pseudo park, which was the um, the Dragon Park called Beastly Kingdom. If you look at the logo for Animal Kingdom, it's a bunch of animals walking together. And in the center is a giant dragon because it was supposed to be celebrating animals, both real and fictional. But they were running late for their release date and didn't build any of the fictional land. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so it never really got built. It's still in some of the logos, and you'll see, because, like, the park has Easter eggs all through it, mm-hmm. right? Like, you can find millions of little Mickey heads all through the park. Um, but there there are those little, like, nuggets and Easter eggs throughout. But yeah, that, it was something cool I saw in the research, and it had been neat to see, like, what that would have been like. But where it kind of ties to Harry Potter is... And this is where it gets fuzzy, and Matt may be able to assist here, but whether it was given to, stolen, whatever, a lot of the designs and kind of aspects of that park is actually what went into building the Harry Potter park in Universal. Interesting. From what I understand, it was always intended that when they got the money, then the rest of the money would go to finish building Beastly Kingdom. But in that time, a lot of the people who had designed the park rides for Beastly Kingdom had gotten hired at Universal for Harry Potter land and use those same designs. So at that oh. point they were just kind of like, all right, well like now the rides that we were going to build are already at our rival park. So there's yeah. no point in following through. Thus Pandora became a thing, which uh, side note um, is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I hate avatar. It's amazing. <laughs> I didn't really like avatar either. So I'd be interested to know what Pandora was like. It's amazing. <laughs> I wonder if it's amazing. You said it's better than Soren, right? Yeah. Oh, man. What is Soren? When that's when we Epcot. talk about Epcot. <laughs> okay. That's Soren's not an Epcot. Time. That's a Never whole other mind. world. A whole new world. <laughs> Here's another cool thing about Animal Kingdom. So every Disney park has a night show, right? Yeah. Magic Kingdom, fireworks. Epcot does fireworks, music, whole nine yards, light show. Animal Kingdom. You can't have fireworks going off in Animal Kingdom when you have animals that are supposed to be in their kind of own habitat, right? Yeah. So what's cool is their whole show they do is done using light and water and sound. So they'll have like what and this is done on several different Disney shows. It's pretty cool. But they'll have water kind of shooting out and then project the light through it to create that show without doing any like loud booms and bangs. Yeah. That's really cool. That's inventive. So kind of that same flair and vibe of the Disney shows, nighttime shows you get at other parks, but uniquely to Animal Kingdom, there's no fireworks. That's really cool. Um, They actually, you know, Disney does so much. It's all in the details with every park they do. Um, And with Animal Kingdom, Walt Disney, since a very young age, being super passionate about animals, um, you know, when he was young, like living on a farm, raising animals, things like that. He's very passionate about protecting animals and doing the right thing for them to help them survive and live and whatnot. Yeah. So every little detail about Animal Kingdom that was kept in mind, you know, so like with a fireworks thing, 
Um, there's no balloons that are sold in Animal Kingdom. Oh, good. So they don't like choke on them or the, anything yep. like that. No plastic straws, like none of that. It's all paper, things like that, which Disney, why don't you just do that with everywhere? Yeah. Go green, guys. Go green. But it's cool. You know, it, all those little details and you, you're not going to notice it. Mm-hmm. You go to the park, you're seeing everything else. You're not thinking nobody has balloons or nobody has like plastic straws or things like that. Right. But it's all the little details that Disney puts into that to really make the experience amazing for you and to make sure the animals experience is amazing. really intricate. That attention to detail is insane. Absolutely. And good on them for like, you know, even thinking about those things. So do you want a cool fact? Yeah. Talking about the money and effort Disney puts into things. So there's one million square feet of rock work at Disney's Animal Kingdom, which is twice the amount used at Mount Rushmore. Oh, wow. Pretty dope. I've been to Mount Rushmore. Okay. When I was five, wearing my Pocahontas outfit. It's all coming together. See? So just picture Mount Rushmore, you and your Pocahontas outfit. Yeah, I was there. I remember it. Yep. Make that much bigger and Disneyfy it, and that's Animal Kingdom. Yeah, that's way better. Yeah. It's way better than Mount Rushmore. Screw a Mount Rushmore. Yeah. No, that was boring. What are those presidents do for us now? I didn't even know who those people were at the time. Like, who are these? Disney needs dudes? to make their own Mount Rushmore with like the characters. But what Ooh. characters would they have? Like I, Mickey, Goofy, Donald. That's no. Five lists wow. Right now. Man, it that's is. A, what top build, Disney build, characters? Build your, build your Disney, Disney Mount Rushmore. Make a Disney Mount Rushmore top five list. Oh, rough. I see. I feel like you have to go with the classic Disney characters. Okay, this is getting off topic already. It has to be a thing. <laughs> Disney train wreck. <laughs> At Animal Kingdom, obviously, their focus is animals, environment. Like, what do they do with animals? Like, I think we mentioned rehabilitation of animals. What have they done? Like, what are some of their big success stories? Do we know anything like that? So, one cool thing that was done is with the elephants. So, at Disney, obviously, the animals are there for you to enjoy, but they're also studied and, you know, protected. Mm Mm-hmm. And so the scientists at Animal Kingdom actually discovered two new vocalizations within the elephants that have never been heard before in elephants. So them being at this park and they've developed like new communication. Oh, wow. Kind of like a, I want to say new language, but it, in a way it's like a new language of elephants specific to those at this park. Life finds a way. Yeah. You know, aside from that, there's also the first birth at disney's animal kingdom of the animals that were there uh which was a kudo a large african antelope they're beautiful right uh and the number of species reproduced since then at the park is over a hundred wow yeah they're just popping them out a lot of babies a lot of babies in animal kingdom um and aside from that you know they you know they obviously have a bunch of veterinarians there that help Mm -hmm. with the animals and they have successfully performed surgery on a tarantula spider. What the hell are you doing on a tarantula? I don't know, but they did it. Uh, they put an artificial eye into a fish. Why? Yep. I don't know. They needed it. Why does the fish need an artificial eye? It's probably as a camera so they can watch you. Ew. <laughs> Weird. That's, in- I mean, that's cool. <laughs> I just, on the a fish. The fish can see again. Like, I don't, I mean, what interesting kind of choice. I have, to, I, have to, I have to look back at that. But they also um, removed a golf ball from a hungry snake that was rescued at Disney Golf Course. The nighttime safari seems appealing. I've never gotten to do it. There's nighttime safari rides? That terrifies me. Dude, I would do that if you could, like, take a drink. Because I would have such bad anxiety. This line's about to eat my face. (laughs) Yeah. See, I wonder, like, how it's lit. 
like what all you can actually see. I would hope that they kept it dark. You know, like you would think so. Like naturally. Yeah. And then you have like night vision goggles. Maybe they give you a fake eye implant, <laughs> an artificial eye with night vision. I don't know. I've never been. They could do that. They might. You tell me. I could have an artificial eye now and not even realize it, honestly. Because you went to Animal Kingdom. You both could have artificial eyes. I'm the only one here with real eyes. <laughs> Disney made me a robot. Where's Jaden Smith when you need him? I know. <laughs> Just a kid-centric, but it does have that dinosaur ride that's pretty crazy. Like the wild cat or the mouse one kind of? No, so the for... dinosaur when you go back in time to try to steal oh. a dinosaur. <laughs> it's like the scariest ride I've ever been on. That was always the first ride we did in the park, so I always forgot about it. Yeah. Because then we went and did everything else, and I'm like, ah! <laughs> So, Disney had that one movie, Dinosaur, right? Is that what that park is based on? Yes. Yeah. Aladar was the dinosaur's name. I remember that because that was also a famous racehorse who ran second to affirmed in the 1978 Triple Crown. And... <laughs> Damn, Wikipedia. In all three races. I know way too much about horse racing. <laughs> but I'm just saying. Aladar, yeah. That ride I don't remember too much. It's terrifying and it's very jerky. Here's producer Matt. <laughs> so the uh, the dinosaur ride, um, the concept is that they've figured out a way to send you back in time. And the scientist wants you to steal a dinosaur for him. Uh, and it's the dinosaur from the movie Dinosaur. Aladar. Aladar. Um, <laughs> but he's sending you he's sending you to five minutes before the meteor shower hits that killed all of the dinosaurs. Oh, great. Thanks, so, Mr. Scientist. So you're in, it's like pitch black, and this ride is just whipping you all over the place, and pretty much every couple turns, he's like, oh, I think I found the dinosaur, and then it's just this giant T-Rex bursts out. Oh. At you, he's like, Whoop, wrong dinosaur, and then like you keep going, and like you feel the heat of meteors as they're like smacking around on the dirt and stuff like that. So it's uh, it's probably the only ride that we did in the entire trip that like my mom and dad afterwards were like, I can't do that again. Like it was like too jerky. It was like throwing them all over the place. We were like really nervous that our little like my little like seventy pound niece was going to get like tossed <laughs> out of the car. Um, Natural selection. Pretty much. Ooh, one other ride I completely forgot about at uh, Animal Kingdom that I loved. And I love these at every theme park I go to, so that might be why. But the rapid one, there are... I was going to say, a, like, a log flume ride. It's, like, one of those where you're in, like, the giant kind of tire. Yeah. Okay. But this one's cool in that, you know, we talked about Pocahontas in an earlier podcast. Yes, Right, we did. with our top five Disney songs. Yes. And yes. you mentioned about Queen. how... You know, they have that aspect about the movie about, you know, protecting Mother Earth and things like that. Mm -hmm. Well, on this particular ride, it's actually cool because you're going through like the rapids in the jungle kind of thing. But there's a part that you get to where it kind of calms and there's like fire around. and It's like destroyed wilderness. And, you know, to talk about like to kind of expose the dangers of like logging and things like that and how it's destroying oh, the forest. Wow, yeah. So like middle of the ride, it's just kind of mellows out and it's just this and you're just like it's the stark oh. awareness yeah and it's like you know really putting it in your face and then you go down the huge hill that's like 20 some feet splash of water everybody gets soaked and then you're cooled off for the afternoon and you're like sweet yeah. and then you forget completely about the destroyed forest until right now <laughs> until right now and now i feel awful oh wow plant a tree i need to go guys send me to disney <laughs> 
All right. Well, Andrew, you tell me, is that is that all we have for Animal Kingdom? Man, I'll tell you what, there's probably so much more. And obviously, there's definitely things I'm forgetting. I know that. And there's things I haven't experienced at Animal Kingdom yet, which is why I need to go back. Me too. You need to get there. I think listeners should email us their favorite pieces of Animal Kingdom. Um, You know, some of their stories being there. Little Easter eggs they've picked up on that maybe we wouldn't have noticed. What did we miss? Send us pictures of you with Divine the Vine. Yes. Yes. Do you know Divine the Vine? Send us pictures of you and her. We want to see. And if you want to see some fun stuff, hop on social media and hashtag Divine the Vine on Instagram, Twitter, things like that. And you'll see some cool shots of her with a bunch of Disney guests. So do that. Send them to us. Email us at podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, if you want to, you wrote it. That's our direction from <laughs> producer Matt. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the hell is this? And I, read it, I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> that's awesome. Not, sorry, there's a note at the bottom of his thing that's Just about like, bonus booking, tip. like how to book the trip. And I, I thought that he was like, I had like a hot tip for listeners from his experience at the park. What did you just copy and paste it? Yeah, I copied and pasted. Hey, you have a hot tip on how to book. I'll tell you, I will give you a hot tip. And this isn't just about Animal Kingdom. This is about traveling to Disney in general. You know, obviously costs are involved, but I always recommend staying in the parks. Just because you're there, um... Every Disney hotel is themed and is just as cool and badass as the parks themselves. Not just as cool, but pretty cool for hotels. Um, And the busing system through Disney to get you like from your hotel to any park. They run all day. They're constant. It's just so easy to get around. So stay in the park. And apparently I can't remember what the name of the park is, but there is a park uh, resort that is so close to the animal kingdom that you can actually hear the animals at night from your bedroom window. There's that commercial now with that (laughs) little boy who's like, I wish I could stay and wake up with a giraffe. And they're like, well, you can at Disney World. That's a lot. I want to stay there. So funny story about that real quick. Wow. The first year we went to Disney with my I went with my parents and my siblings. We stayed at I think it was like the New Orleans, like Riverside or the French side, whatever quarters, one of the themed hotels there. And it was when Disney was doing their year of a million dreams, which actually went on for like 10 years, whatever. But we're in line and there's like one person in front of my mom. I'm staying with her. We're getting ready to check in. And this guy butts in front of my mom. And doesn't he get up to the counter and the guy's like, congratulations, you get upgraded to. And it was at Lodge Resort Animal Kingdom, plus all these extra upgrades for their whole family. He's like, congratulations for being a part of the year of my dreams. My mom goes, fuck him. That was my dream to come true. That was my dream. It was incredible. That was my dream. How dare he take it? Almost got to stay at that lodge and kind of bummed it didn't let's happen. Let's find that guy. Yeah. And let's Good let for him, him know. Though. He, he let's get his whole experience. Karma was on like, his side. Like, let's, what did you do? What, how good was that time that Andrew didn't get to have? You can look out your balcony and see the drafts. That's, it's a good that is a dream. Time. Yeah, that is a dream. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. I saw he had a, a He had a great time. I'm sorry you didn't get that. All right, guys. That wraps it up for Animal Kingdom. As I said earlier, if you have any of your stories from Animal Kingdom, any Easter eggs, any pictures with Divine the Vine, please email us at disneydopodcast at gmail.com. Next week, we're going to be talking about something one of you guys have submitted to us. So tune in next week to see if we're talking about something you sent us. It'll be great. 